welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What's up, Mad Mob? Welcome to the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Wayne Beggs, Goni here. How's it going, boys? Wonderful. I found the recline feature on my chair, so I might fall asleep during this one. Comfort. Comfort is always good. You guys going to watch the Pro Bowl this weekend? No. Absolutely, dude. The Pro Bowl games are goaty. You don't, you don't like the games, like the little, little challenges they do? They still do that? Yeah, that's, that's what it's called, the Pro Bowl games. They got their little flag football game that they're going to do, but they're going to be doing like the challenges and stuff. I didn't know that, man. I used to watch that growing up. Do you guys remember when the, like the quarterbacks had the accuracy challenges and stuff? That was fire. Way I'm, back, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's they're like, just like making that the primary thing now. They should. That's the last time I watched. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in years, and I know they're trying to hype up this Peyton versus Eli, you know, AFC, NFC showdown kind of thing. So we'll get some flag football in there. We'll uh, It'll be football, I guess, you know. It'll be, it'll be some, some form of football. Yeah, the the NBA needs to go to that, man. You know, we don't want to see, you know, 150 to 140 All-Star games. Yeah, no defense. Skill just, challenges. Uh, going with, yeah, it is what it is. Well, Mad Mob, today we're going to do our review on our 2022 quarterback consensus rankings. Uh, we're going to see what we hit on, what we missed. Um, we're going to play a little game as well as we get into it. Uh, but first, a couple news and notes from around the league. We got the Texans hiring D'Amico Ryans as their head coach. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Alma mater. That's that's their guy. Second round out of Alabama, pro bowler. Um, he did great with the 49ers defense. You know, he had the uh, fewest points allowed, fewest yards per game this year, second for most takeaways with 30. Uh, I think that's just what they need. As far as from a coaching standpoint, they obviously need all kinds of talent. Hopefully they bring that on in the draft. They need all the help they can get there. Um, yeah, kind of. A, you know, honestly, I, I thought they'd go an offensive guy because, you know, they're going to go quarterback in the draft. You know, I thought, thought they'd pair him with an offensive coach. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you who the longest tenured uh, – Texans coaches and or like how long that would be has anyone oh, made it over five years do you think Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien yeah yeah that's the guy which is terrible because he sucked he was awful speaking of which yeah. lucky Patriots just got him back as an offensive coordinator that might be okay because he's not making GM moves for us but it is what it is do we do we really trust uh, a 49ers defensive coordinator as a head coach because I mean I feel like with the talent that was on that defense I probably could have coached him to a top five finish also true. It's probably true. Also true. That's you know, that's just that's just a, me being devil's advocate about the situation. Quick, quick little trivia: Who has more black coaches in the history of the franchise than the Houston Texans? Are they the league leaders in diversity? I mean, Romeo Crennel. They had uh, Lovey Smith twice, D'Amico Ryan's, and they had another one. Uh, Remember who it was? Bucks. That might be true. Shout out to the Texans, man. Bucks, man. Yeah. First, Bucks had the first all-black uh, coaching staff. We've had Bucks Tony Dungy. Close. We've had Lovey Smith. Got Todd Bowles now. Yeah, you're close. We just replaced Byron Leftwich with uh, another uh, black offensive coordinator. Fair enough. We love diversity in Tampa. Fair enough. I don't like the hire. It has obviously has nothing to do with that. It's just it's a weird <laughs> hire. Whoa. Speaking oh, speaking wow. of the Pro Bowl, one time I just got something to add to it as well. Did you guys see that Tyler Huntley was added to the Pro Bowl roster with a two touchdown season, replacing Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, and Justin Herbert? I believe it was. Was it a fan vote? It wasn't a fan vote. Literally, everyone's dropping out. Burrow's skipping the Pro Bowl. I don't know how it came down to Tyler Huntley. Um, he's got the least amount of touchdowns of any quarterback ever 
since the merger with two. The next highest was six in 1975. And just someone for our era that made it with minimal touchdowns, Vince Young made it in 2009 with 10. But how you make it with two touchdowns is beyond me. He didn't look good at all. Nobody cares they're, anymore, man. They're just looking for, hey, man, do you have a body? Did you take some snaps at the quarterback position this year? Come on, we need you. Uh, we need you. How much How much financial incentive do these guys get for the Pro Bowl? Do you all know? It probably has to be worked in, but I'm sure probably like a half a mil, if I had to guess. Yeah. Sounds Fair. about right. Fair. Wayne, how do you no. feel about Tom Brady? Tom Brady retiring? Uh, Is it officially it, official? It was time. One year to the day, to the exact day that he retired last year. But I think this time it's for good. Dallas, yeah, man. It, it, it's time. He didn't play as bad as like everybody wanted to make it sound, but he definitely was not good. He he wasn't the caliber that we're used to. Um, I still think he was ten to fifteen quarterback all year. That remains to be seen. He he will be in our uh, consensus ranking review. Our last thing to hit, however, before we get into it, probably the biggest one. It might break Beg's heart. It is the Broncos reaching a deal with Sean Payton and the Saints. Uh, the Broncos will send their 21st, I'm sorry, their 2023 first round pick and their 24 second to the Broncos in exchange for Payton and a third round pick. What does this do for you guys uh, as far as the offense goes in the Broncos next year? I think the Broncos are going to be a little overhyped next year. More think- overhyped than this year? Uh, wow. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I, I think people like Jerry Judy, they're going to go a little too high in fantasy drafts. I think I'm probably going to miss out on Jerry Judy a lot this year. Wayne? I don't I don't think the Broncos could ever be any more hyped than they were this past offseason. Let's ride. Um, I Let's think ride. I think everybody's kind of got a rejuvenated – confidence in him but Sean Payton's not going to be tossing the rock the only upside is whenever they fired their head coach Russell Wilson was playing exponentially better so I mean that's that's the only thing you got to look at there uh we'll see I'm I'm not I'm done I put way too much hype on him I'm still putting him at third um my way too early rankings I'm putting him at third in their division which is honestly probably and it might be fourth. Nah. Again. Maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what happens with the Raiders, but the Chargers and the Chiefs, I think, are still gonna be the eh, we'll see. We'll see. It it we'll is see. super way, like way too early rankings, but uh exciting hire for them. Good times. Uh glad he found a spot. Mad Mob, we're going to jump into our 2022 quarterback consensus rankings. We're going to play a game. Uh, we're going to use golf scoring, so the lowest score will be crowned the victor of the quarterback position. We're going to list all 12 of our guys that we had in the top 12 last year at the quarterback spots. However far off one of us was, I have the individual rankings. Uh, you will gain points for each spot that you are wrong. Whoever has the most points will obviously be in last. Whoever has the least amount of points will be in first. It's going to be interesting. That's how we're going to – we're competitive around here. This is how we're going to crown uh, each position grouping champion of 2022. We know that uh, Wayne was the doink king of 2022. Beggs and I are, are trying to hop in the saddle here and, and you know, take a victory lap or two. I'm going to just hop in here and say I'm going to do a little free self-advertising. Yeah. We're competitive, but we want to be right. So, you know, we're going to take our lumps where we're wrong and we'll improve. Yeah. Accountability. Accountability is yeah. huge. If That's the thing, Mad Mob, is we're going to be as accurate as humanly possible because accuracy means we get to doink and just make fun of um, of the other two. Big facts. So this, this ain't just a willy-nilly, let's just throw a podcast out here. Uh, Goni and I will argue over whether a number two or number three pencil is better, and we'll argue to the death. To the death. Um, it's, 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 we just, huh? It's in our nature. 
it's in our fridge. Are there number three pencils out there? I don't. I don't know. I was just trying to make. Wayne a... would argue yes. I would argue not. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I, I'm 100 percent sure that the Earth is round. But if Goni came at me with an annoying confidence that the Earth was round, I will find every <laughs> sp- speck of evidence that might say the Earth is flat, and yeah, ride it till I die. That's the realest statement he's ever made as well. Jumping in. Jumping in, our consensus number one for 2022 was Josh Allen. Uh, he finished as the quarterback two on the season. His ADP was 14, which was good for second round. He His ADP was also the first quarterback off the board. He finished with 4,316 yards, 35 touchdowns, and added another 776 and seven touchdowns this year. Um, you know, first time finishing as the, the quarterback two over the last three seasons. He was the quarterback king the last two years. Third straight year, over 40 touchdowns. The man was a monster. He had a chance also to finish as the QB1 behind Mahomes. He he finished 25 points less than him, but he also missed a game. He missed a game. We had the DeMar Hamlin uh, scare, and so he he missed out on a game. The the man was absolutely great. 12 top six finishes. He had eight top three finishes, finishing as the QB1 once. Only three bust games outside the top 12, Um, but we also saw his turnovers take a little spike this year especially in the red zone um all of us ranked him as our our number one guy it was consensus across the board so we will each gain a point for that for him finishing at the number two spot boys how do you feel about josh allen this year uh and how do you feel about him going forward I mean, it was weird like it felt like a down year for josh allen did and still really is the number did. two but he's he's still the guy Superflex number one, ride Josh Allen. He'll he'll be my number one next year too. Yeah, he he's a dude. Now, have you guys seen the reports that Stephon Diggs is a little upset, not happy? Why? He didn't get the ball enough in the playoff game. He uh, apparently there's some discontent there. That was a report I saw. We saw them on the sidelines. Uh, Diggs obviously wasn't happy. He he kind of had a downswing over the last I'd say three or four games as a Stefan Diggs manager I mean I had him and he he really did not show up for the end of the season nor the playoffs for fantasy so you don't get much better than Josh Allen throwing you the ball though well let me ask you this if Diggs leaves Buffalo is Allen still your number one yeah yeah, okay. He'd take a little hit for me. I don't think he'd be he'd, my he'd one. He'd take a hit for me. Yeah. But they, they'd smooth it over. They, they'd find a way. They put a, an elite number one wide receiver with him, and it absolutely exploded him on an upward trajectory for his career, made him a superstar. Yeah. I think they get things right there. Okay. Number two, Justin Herbert. Uh, we each ranked him as the consensus number two going into the season. This man finished as the QB eleven. Ugh. His ADP was was the QB two. We we were we it was kind of chalky for us. Um, that'll be nine points for each of us on that that one. It was a very underwhelming season out of him. The yards were there. He finished with forty seven thirty nine. He had twenty five touchdowns though, which was down. It's it's down for him honestly. He only had four top six finishes but he had seven games as the quarterback, 18 or worse. Only one top three finish. Um, I, I kind of chalked this up to he didn't have his full cast of characters. There, there was a lot of games where he didn't have uh, Keenan Allen. There was some games he didn't have Mike Williams, and there were a handful of games where he didn't have either of them. And he's, he's thrown to Josh Palmer and uh, DeAndre Carter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Not to mention, he got his midsection rent in uh, the middle of the season. So he was dealing with that for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd put him up to my two next year, but I'm definitely not going to fade him like that. I mean, he yeah, he had a rib bone poking his appendix every time he threw the ball. But I think the addition of Kellen Moore actually helps him. I'm not a huge Kellen Moore guy, but he's better than what he had this year. Plus, their offensive line was horrible. They're rated near the bottom half of the league. It's got to improve. 
Yeah, I think Rashawn Slater, their stud tackle, got hurt early on in the year. Um, I mean, that's that's big. That's big. The offense also, just as a whole, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he actually had the lowest average depth of target in the league, which kind of makes sense with Eckler catching 90 to 100 footballs this year. I think that changes yeah. next year, it like does. you said, with, with Kellen Moore. I, I like it as well. I like it for the offense. The yards are there. The touchdowns just weren't, so... I mean, yeah. I, I think he has a better year next year. QB one's all around still next year, right? Yeah. yeah. A QB one, not the QB one. Okay. Number three for us coming into the season, Patrick Mahomes. This is where things get a little bit of a shakeup. Wayne had him as the QB three. Beggs had him as the QB six, and I had him as the QB three. He finished as the QB one. Um, his ADP, he was coming off the board as the quarterback two this year. I'm sorry. He was coming off the board as the quarterback three this year. Uh, 5,250 yards passing, 41 touchdowns. It was the most passing yards of his career. Second most touchdowns behind his MVP season. He was just Mr. Consistent, man. He had eight games and 25 points or more. 12 is the QB six, four is the QB two and one top finish. Only one game outside the top 12. What do we have to say about uh, Patrick Mahomes here? His first season without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I, I think I should speak up here on this one. I, I faded him a lot more than you all did. I was just scared of him lo- losing Tyreek. Uh, I thought it was going to affect him a lot more than what it did. Plus, it, it doesn't didn't hurt that his defense was atrocious all year. So they were in high-scoring games a lot of the year. That helps. But yeah, swing and a miss for me on this one. Yeah, I I, I kind of faded him to the three, and I consider that a fade as well for Pat Mahomes because traditionally he kind of starts slow, and he he came out guns blazing this season. He came out guns blazing, and he just never stopped, ever. And, I mean, for him to put up the most passing yards of his career with the MVS and a little bit of Kadarius Tony and – just just some of the guys that he had there. I mean, Kelsey, you know Kelsey's going to get his, but he threw for over 5,000 yards with what felt like scraps. I mean, he brought in MVS. Um, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. He He's just extra good. He, he's phenomenal. Um, and really as being, you know, one of the more kind of pocket passers in the league, for him to finish as a QB1, you know, it was a special season usually. Just doesn't happen. I faded him back to the three also because his his last couple of years before this, he was more of like a QB four ish. So thought he was going to follow that trend. Number four gets a little spicy here. Our consensus was Tom Brady at the number four. Wayne had him at seven, Beggs had him at five, and I had him at four. He finished as the QB twelve. His ADP had him coming out as the QB 14. So we all had him ranked higher than his ADP. He finished a little higher than his ADP. It wasn't a great season for him, as we all know. Um, it's his lowest point total since 2019, his last season with the Patriots. He did set the NFL record for completions and pass attempts, but that doesn't get you anything in fantasy. He was QB 12, 12. I'm sorry? QB 12? QB 12. TB 12. Okay. Yep, he finished as the QB 12. Um, he finished with 46.94 as far as yards, 25 touchdowns. He gave you two top six finishes, including the number one overall quarterback in the Super Bowl, the fantasy Super Bowl, if you were brave enough to play him. But, I mean, aside from that, he had 12 games outside the top 12. He cleared 20 points twice all season. Um, it's rough. It's rough. Wayne, that's your team. Um, I, I would ask if this is the beginning of the end, but the man retired. The man retired. We don't see him coming back. Um, I don't really know how much there is to say on this. What do you you guys got anything for this uh, bad season of Brady? Is it him getting old, or, or what is it here? It's it's the fact he retired, and then the Bucks went into rebuild mode and got rid of. Um, two of our best linemen, and then he was like, I'm back. And he had to play against a patchwork line, 
and he's just not he's a pocket passer he needs to be protected um he was under duress a lot um he had a lot of personal issues going on obviously we saw him lose 15 pounds when he was gone um came back looking like skin and bones um it just uh, football has always been at the top of that man's list and it was just it felt like it was just kind of a secondary thing to him this year uh and it showed yeah, I mean, Giselle had his stones in her in her purse, man. You could, I mean, any man would have a hard time playing going through that before the season starts. It's a rough one. I think it'll be the end. I I just don't really want to see like a Brett Favre you know, kind of thing going on. Even though he is playing better than Brett Favre did uh, when he started, you know, waffling and retiring every year. So. I think think of a career for him. I think he's done as well. Number five, Jalen Hurts, boys. He uh, Wayne had him ranked at the number four spot. Beggs had him at number seven. I had him at number six. Finished as the QB three this year. His ADP had him in the fifth round as the QB seven coming off the board. We saw a breakout fantasy season for Hurts. He added... A.J. Brown. Eagles added A.J. Brown, elite weapon, took a step forward with the passing. Uh, we all raved about, you know, what he could do with his legs all offseason. We wanted to see it more with the arm. Uh, he finished with 3,701 yards, 22 touchdowns, added another 760 on the ground and a career-high 13 touchdowns, led the Eagles to a 14-3 and record, number one seed, 12 games inside the top six, eight in the top three. QB won twice. Um, and he really only finished outside the, the top 12 two times. So, I mean, can it, is this his average, boys? Is, it, is this his average? Is this a breakout, a flash in the pan? Or what, should we expect more of this coming in the future? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, with Philly's offensive line, with those receiving weapons – as if they stick together, I don't know how he doesn't, re- you know, have another top five performance this year. Plus, he he gets three quarterback sneak touchdowns a game. How do you how do you argue against that, Wayne? Uh, you can't. Sky's the limit for Jalen Hurts. Um, uh, yeah. I think uh, it's going to be hard to. Uh, there's going to be deep thought in whether or not he should be in my number one spot next year. He was the number four, and he and he missed games. He did. He did. I mean, his legs are obviously a weapon. His QB sneak is unstoppable. Uh, that's like the go-to play. It's as sure a thing as when Tom Brady was doing it years ago, except this man is a lot more mobile. Um, uh, one thing that I thought crazy when I was going through was he had a game, his best game of the season, he threw for zero touchdowns. And he was the QB one with 36.7 points in week 15 in your playoffs. He scored three rushing touchdowns. He put up a lot of yardage, but uh, there's maybe one other guy being maybe Lamar Jackson who can give you a QB one finish with zero passing touchdowns on the season. I look forward to, to more, more good things out of him in the future boys. Yeah. Number six. On our consensus list coming into 2022, we had Joe Burrow. Uh, Wayne kind of faded him down to number nine. Beggs had him at number four. I had him at number five. Uh, He finished as the QB four. Beggs hit it right on the head. Um, His ADP had him going in the third round as the fourth quarterback off the board. Um, Beggs being, I I believe, the first one to, to hit one right on the head, man. How'd you feel about his season? I needed it. I have. Uh, I was pretty de- pretty down in the ranks before this one. I was high on Burrow, man. I, I, I was high on him last year. It's a guy when he came out of LSU. He, he's just he's got the juice, man. He's a dog. Uh, you know, I was high on T. Higgins. It, it kind of showed in the rest of my rankings. But since he's here to stay, man, they're going to be a powerhouse in the AFC. I think for a decade. I Burrow, agree. Burrow's going to be a top five lock for me. I think for the foreseeable future. Wayne, how do you feel about him next year? You had him down at nine coming into the season. He finished as a QB four. 
he had a great season. He had a great season. Where, what does it look like for you uh, going forward here in the future? Uh, yeah, I think he's a top five guy. I, I faded him so hard because I, I wasn't confident in their offensive line to protect him. And we learned this year that it just doesn't matter. I mean, he he's he's good. He gets sacked 37 times a game, but still manages to just rack up the points. Um, I, I've learned my lesson. Joe Burrow being uh, being on his back half of the game can still put up solid fantasy numbers for you. Yeah, especially for a pocket quarterback. He had uh, over 4,500 yards passing this year, 36 touchdowns. One thing I thought was kind of cool, he actually almost doubled his rushing attempts from 40 last year to 76, scoring five touchdowns on the ground. Um, he could have been ranked a little higher as well. He He's in the same boat with Josh Allen uh, on you know missing that one game. He was very consistent this year. He had three QB1 finishes, seven games in the top six, and he had five, only five. I mean, outside the top 12, that's not bad. He was without Jamar Chase from weeks 8 through 12. He was the QB 22. Yeah, I mean, it's a top weapon in the league, but he was the QB 22, the QB 7, had a bye week, QB 1, and QB 14 in those weeks. So he, he still kind of got it done for you. Um, the Bengals already have publicly said that they're going to be looking at his next contract this offseason. He's the biggest priority does he get top money and also will T Higgins get another contract with the Bengals? He, this next season coming up will be his final season. Is there enough money on the table boys? Nope. He is gone, but Burrow's going to, going to get 750 million. Is it going to be one of them baseball contract 12 or 13 year jammies? Yeah. It'll probably be like Mahomes. You know, Mahomes got the 10, five deal. It'll be something similar. Yeah, T's gonna go get number one money somewhere. Yeah, as he should. You have a. I know we have one more year of T, but do you have a preferred landing spot for him? Uh, Chargers, Chargers, hundred percent. Keenan Allen will be phasing out. Mike Williams is getting older. I think the Chargers could really use that pair a pair of young receiver with with a young quarterback. Give me, give me Houston or Carolina. Hmm. They're going to have cat's face and a young quarterback. I love all those, honestly. I think those are those are great. I don't think he would go to a team like the Ravens as a division rival. I'm sure enough money would, but uh, Chargers would absolutely be phenomenal. And those other guys, imagine pairing DJ Moore with, with uh, T. Higgins. It might inspire a little confidence for once in Carolina. Yeah. Number seven, Lamar Jackson. Uh Wayne had him at number five coming into the season. Beggs had him at number three. And I faded him down to 11. I faded him down to 11. And it was solely due to injury. Um, he finished as the QB 14 this year. His ADP was coming out of the fourth round as the QB five off the board. Uh, as of right now, he's expected to receive the franchise tag this offseason. The sides haven't come to a deal. He missed a whole lot of games, but he still finished with 2,200-plus passing yards, 17 touchdowns. He added another 764 on the ground with three touchdowns. He was on fire to open the season up. He had back-to-back quarterback one finishes in weeks two and three, dropping over 40 points. And then he kind of fell off the next month. Um, QB 19, QB 15, QB 11, QB 22. Uh, Five of his 12 games were outside the top 12. No other games besides those QB1 finishes inside the top six. So it's a second season in a row that he's missed five games. For the games he did play, he had the highest uh, scoring average amongst quarterbacks. So what do we believe about Lamar Jackson going forward? Do the Ravens go out, get him weapons? Is he a long-term option? Oh, man, that's so hard with all the injury issues when you're a mobile quarterback. Um. They got to get him somebody, right? I have to. You have, you have to. to. Yeah, question. Let's let's say they don't bring any weapons. They don't bring in any weapons. 
they franchise tag him. Does he have a, an option to decline that franchise tag, or is he stuck? You all know. I'm pretty sure you can decline the franchise tag, can't you? Like, just say, I'm not going to play. You can tag me, but I'm not going to play, or just refuse to accept it. How does that work? That's a very good question. I don't think that's ever been done before. Le'Veon um, Bell. Le'Veon Bell did it, didn't he? Uh, he may have. When actually. the Steelers I tried think... to franchise tag him two years in a row? he may. I think he may have forced the trade of the Jets. Yeah, I, I think that might be true. I don't know if they franchised him twice in a row just because that's unheard of. I think Kirk Cousins is the only one to ever be franchise tagged twice. Um, you get paid the bag when you get, you get paid the bag. But I mean, for a running back, especially during that time, that was like absurd money to franchise him twice. Cause it goes up like 30% or 40% or it goes up a, a large amount. I know the second time around when you tag him, it's not just the average of the top five anymore. It's a nice chunk on top. But I mean, if you care about this man at all, you go and get him some weapons, right? he's a mystery box to me next year in in, in all dynasty leagues. Are you happy? Are you trying to move Lamar? If you have him in a dynasty league right now, are you selling low just to get something? I don't think you're selling low just because of the rushing ability that he brings, but we're falling heavily into like, army type offense where you're going to run the ball 60 times a game and pass it like 12 simply because they don't have any weapons. They have nothing there. It's, it's Mark Andrews and no one else. He had a, a bad season. Um, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Rashad Bateman was practically a non-factor through a lot of the season. He, he took off the first couple games when yeah. Lamar was, scorching but yeah yeah he got hurt and then came back wayne what do you have uh if if the franchise tag is offered the player can refuse it um they won't be penalized for not playing but they can't play for any other team and, and Le'Veon bell was in fact franchise tagged two times oh wow and they tried to do it a third time that's when uh, he wanted that's what it was. yeah that's, that's when he, when he went in that's when he was like no 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 went to the jets they oh, actually okay. franchise tagged him twice, though. Wow. 2017, you know, 2018. That's fascinating because Goni's right. It's expensive. I think the thing about Lamar is when the Ravens fired Greg Roman, that's a sign to me Lamar's probably gone. I mean, he Greg Roman orchestrated the entire offense around Lamar. I mean, that doesn't say fresh start. I don't know what does. I mean, I don't know what their cap space looks like. I know that they're at least going to do the song and dance of like, we're doing everything we can to make a deal with Lamar and keep him here long term. But I, I just don't know. I don't know if they have the need to go out and get an elite talent. They still have, you know, guys on their defense who I'm sure need to get paid. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is, you know, coming towards the end of his contract as well. He's he's going to get some money regardless of his injuries. Uh, I just don't know. I just feel like if you if you care about the offense of this franchise, you have to help them out and get someone, man. You can't have these guys. Devin DuVernay is not your guy. Rashad Bateman has shown he's not going to be your number one guy. It, it's just not going to work out, though. And I, I said going into the season, man, I, I didn't think they were going to bring any weapons in, and they traded Hollywood Brown to try and push his price down. Um and I believe it again. If they're going to franchise tag him, I, I think they're just going to set him up for failure. They're 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 playing a game of of poker here, and it's basically like Lamar is going to need to win them a Super Bowl with absolutely nothing for them to be like, all right, well, you got us. We we have to pay him now. I think I think he's gone as well, Beggs. I think he's. I kind of agree with you. Yep. Man. Number eight, Kyler Murray as our consensus eight coming into the season. Uh, Wayne had him at six. Beggs had him at 12. I had him at eight. Uh, he finished as the quarterback 19 on the season with uh, an ADP in the fourth round coming off the board as the QB six. 
kind of interesting season for Kyler. He had a lot of ups and downs dealing with uh, D-Hop suspension and fighting with Cliff Kingsbury on the sideline, as we've seen a couple times. He tore his ACL and his meniscus, um, looking like he's probably not going to be ready for the 2023 season. He might even be out as long as midway through is what I'm, I've been reading recently. He's also going to have a new coach since Clint, uh, Cliff Kingsbury has been fired. It's going to be you know a whole brand new offense that he's going to have to go through. The games he did play, he finished with 2,300 yards, 14 touchdowns in his 10 games, added another 400 yards. Yards on three touchdowns, uh, three top six finishes, two outside the top 12. So it wasn't terrible. When he got D-Hop back, he kind of took off. He finished as a QB 10, QB 3, QB 8, QB 4. He was the seventh highest quarterback uh, in terms of points per game. Guys, who who's the front runner to be the head coach for Arizona? Um, and with him possibly not returning until midseason, where do you think he kind of falls for you in a redraft? And how do you feel about him in Dynasty? Hold in Dynasty for sure. Because like you said, I mean, when he played, he was a seventh-ranked quarterback. So, I mean, he's young. He's got plenty of time to get the injury bug out. Um, I'm definitely fading him a little bit more. Because D Hop's getting older, not even sure if he's going to be there next year. Um, and like you said, just too many question marks. He's he's immature. Um, he's got to be babysat. He doesn't he doesn't have that locker room. Um, but he's got you know he's he's got the talent to be a top ten guy. But just all of the surrounding factors, uh, I'm probably fading him out of the top ten. I like uh, Eric Bieniemy, Goni in Arizona. I think they give him a shot. Uh, you know, Arizona's been shown they're willing to take a chance on a young coach, unproven, and stick with them. Uh, but I'm with Wayne, man. I, I I don't know what you do with with Kyler in a dynasty. Would you all rather have Lamar or Kyler right now? Man, um, in a dynasty, I think I'd rather have Lamar. Which is kind of a, a lot coming from me. Um, I recognize Lamar's talents, but I'm always skeptical of the man getting hurt just because he's a super freak athlete. He runs more than almost anyone in the league when he is healthy and playing a full season. And we're taking weapons away from Kyler. Uh, D-Hop probably won't be there. They're looking to trade him. I think that's the main goal coming up. Lamar's never had weapons, really. I mean... Hollywood Brown didn't really, you know, take off for him necessarily. He, he showed flashes in uh, in Baltimore before he, he went to Arizona. I think if Lamar does end up either getting guys or going to a team that has some receivers, I think he could be dangerous. He, he's absolutely the guy that I would want. I'd probably try and trade out of Kyler if I'm in a dynasty personally, trading him all together in uh, a redraft I mean, obviously, unless you can get him in a super late round, but he's going to go. He's going to go. D-Hop went this year, I think, in the, like the rounds 8 to 10, somewhere in that range. Um, Yeah. What do you think, Beggs? Would you rather have Kyler or Lamar? Uh, I'd rather have Lamar. You know, I'm a believer in the talent. I, I'm interested to hear Wayne on this one. I mean, he I, Wayne is one of the bigger – Kyler supporters that I know personally. I mean, Wayne, what are you, are you sticking with Kyler? Mm, no, I think his situation is just getting worse. Um, Lamar's situation, it can literally only go up. It can only go up from where he's at now. Um, uh, whereas Kyler, you know, had, you know, coaching stability, the best hands in the NFL, Hey, Kyler's got plenty of room for his situation to get worse, whereas Lamar has he's on rock bottom in his situation. Yeah. Um Yeah, and they they both, you know, got an injury, so so I mean, I don't even have that to lean on really. Um Yeah. I think what could help though, who is oh man, forget his name. 
What's his last name? Offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Shane something? Um, Steichen? 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 I don't know how you say it. Steichen! Steichen? Steichen? I can almost guarantee you Steichen probably is the right pronunciation, though. Steichen, Steichen, huh? Shane something. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good call, Wayne. He's going to be a Actually, you're right. I mean, it's spelled like you said. It's spelled extra German. Uh, Steichen, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Because he... He was around, I believe, when Justin Herbert was had to be – he was just kind of thrown into the starting job, and he, he helped Justin Herbert have a successful season. He's with the Eagles now. He's helped develop Jalen Hurts. So he's got a good track record of developing young quarterbacks. Yeah. And, I mean – It's a good name. Maybe that's, maybe that's a decent hire for I, – I know he's not at the top of a lot of people's list, but – I mean, you got to look at who you who you have in your organization and who you want to progress, and then hire accordingly. So I mean, we'll see. Yep. Last question for you guys, and I I just want a number out of you. Um, Kyler's finishes since he came into the league: QB six, QB three, QB ten, QB nineteen. I'm going to say, what is say he does get a good coach. And they somehow replaced D Hop with uh, another weapon, another wide receiver. One, what do you see Kyler's ceiling for his future? Top ten. Top ten. I mean, can he yeah. can he be top five, Wayne? Top six. I'll put it at top six. Not not with the stable of young quarterbacks we have now that are probably going to be top six. Like we we can pretty much lock down the top five for the next three years, right? Maybe think, unless Justin Fields goes ahead and hop in there. Stop it! I I think I think <laughs> I think five is his ceiling to me. I'm with Wayne. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't I don't know if he gets back there. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at like a QB eight. I think is is ceiling. I yeah, I don't know. I just don't believe in him that much. QB nine in our quarterback consensus rankings coming into the season. Another one. It looks like ravaged by injuries. We had Matt Stafford at the number nine. Ouch. Wayne had him at ten. Beggs had him at nine. I had him at seven. I had him at seven. It hurts. He finished as the quarterback thirty-two. Gentlemen, every point matters. With an ADP in the ninth round. Uh, ADP in the ninth round uh, as the 12th quarterback off the board. He missed eight games with a neck injury. There was rumors about his retirement. Cooper Cup gets hurt for the year. Um, It was rough, man. He had slightly over 2,000 yards, 10 touchdowns in nine games. No top six finishes. One finish inside the top 12. Uh, Only two games with multiple touchdown passes. He's going to be 35 next year. Is this a Super Bowl hangover? Is it something bigger? Sean McVay is going to be back. Stafford said he's going to be back as well. Will Stafford be in your top 12 next season, boys? And the way too early rankings. Wow. Stop. No. I hate these questions. But, yeah, he'll be in the top 12. <laughs> he'll be there. He'll be no. in your top 12? Yeah, but it's going to be back end. That's fair. Top 12 is top 12. Wayne. No, he ain't going to be in mine. I haven't even researched it yet. I already know he's not going to be in mine. That's what I'm saying. It's it's you know it's way way early. Um, ravaged Prelim- by injuries. Preliminary reports show he will be outside of my top twelve. Man, what you guys don't see if you're just listening on Spotify and aren't watching on YouTube is Wayne's got the magic eight balls under his desk right now. That's how he answered the question. Yep, that's how yeah. I answer all my questions. He'd probably be right though. Man. Number 10, another ugly one, boys. Just buckle up, really, for for the rest of them here on out. A lot of guys in the industry were pretty wrong on what they were talking about coming into the season just because there were so many injuries this year at the quarterback spot. I think I am so nervous because I'm pretty sure I had Dak Prescott listed very high. And uh-huh. I, I'm just I know that one's coming soon. And I'm it's it's already giving me heartburn. The rankings are close He's on the list. 
He's he's on the list for sure. Um, hey, go on, go on, go on, go on. Can I can I give a rankings update before we go over these last three? We actually 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. We're going to go okay. as far as 14, but yes, I would love an update. Okay. Let's, do a, the, let's do a mid-update because I know we need to finish these fast for the sake of the show. Gon, you're in the lead. Let's say you're zero, okay? I am three behind you, and Wayne is six behind you. So it's zero, three, and six, so it's pretty tight right now. What what really hurt Wayne was, uh, I forgot which one it was. One of them really killed Wayne. I have two that I know in my mind are really going to hurt me bad, Dak and Tua. Let's see. Yeah, but anyways. I hated we'll, Tua. We'll, we'll Dang, see. it gets we'll worse. It, it's gonna. It's about to get bad, man. Yeah, right, it's about to it. get real bad. Like I said, I think there was a record this year. Before I go into this 10th, real quick, I saw a record uh, or, like, you know, graphics a couple times going into the last weeks of the season that this – this year, I think, tied the record all-time for most starting quarterbacks in a year. It was like 48 or something. Something absurd. 48, like 50, 50 different starting quarterbacks. So with that being said, this guy didn't suffer because of injury. He just really sucked this year. Number 10 on our consensus rankings was Russell Wilson. Very, very limited. Uh, Wayne had him as the QB 11. Congratulations, Wayne. You're going to take it on this one. Uh, Beggs had him at the QB 10, and Let's I go. had him at QB 9. Let's go. Okay. Uh, he finishes the QB 16 on the year. Um, his ADP had him in the seventh round as the QB 9 coming off the board this season. He obviously failed to hit that. It was the worst fantasy season of his career. Finished with 3,500 yards and 16 passing touchdowns. The least touchdowns of his career. Uh, you're watching him. You're watching him literally all season. I know I didn't have him in any leagues, but I was just in shock and awe all year of how bad he was doing. You're watching him and like, oh, he's gonna get better. He's Russell Wilson. Oh, he, he's gonna get better. Let's give him a couple more games. Um, and then he gave you like one or two, and it inspired hope, and it was back to him being terrible. Uh, four games inside the top six, including the final two games of the season, where they, like Wayne said before, they were without Nathaniel Hackett. Two of the only four games that he had inside the top six came without Hackett. Uh, he had 10 games outside the top 12, with eight of them being the quarterback 21 or worse. If you played him, he absolutely crushed you. You, you most likely lost that week. Um, Jerry Judy looks like he emerged as the wide receiver one. They just brought in Sean Payton. So with that addition, the hope that we saw out of the way he finished the year uh does he turn things around next year uh what is your fantasy outlook on him boys i think he get better yeah i think he's he might he will probably crack my crack my top 12 goni quick stafford or russell wilson call it right now russell wilson okay russell wilson or kyler call it right now russell wilson wow Okay, so you're higher on him than I am. I am. I, okay. I think Sean Payton really turns this team around. If it translates to wins, I don't know. Actually, if he if he plays better, if he scored 20 points a game this year, they are probably a playoff team. Yeah. Wayne. Straight up. Dak, Wayne, Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson? Quick. Dak. Okay. Goney? Mm. Can we put a doink on that? I would love to doink you right now. Ooh. Russell Wilson versus Dak next season. Oh. Uh, no, he said answer quick. Man, brutal. I think that was going to be close. That's going to be a nail-biter. It probably will. I, I wanted to try and squeak one in. I ain't going to kill him over it. Yeah. Um, so we see better things, though? Yeah. Have coming to next year? Have to. Okay, I agree. Quarterback 11 on our consensus rankings coming into the season. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, Wayne had him at 12. Wayne also wins this one. Beggs had him at 11, and I had him at 10. He finished as the QB 13. Uh, he His ADP was in the 10th round as the QB 13, so his ADP was right on the money with where he finished. Uh, it's the worst season Aaron Rodgers has ever had in his career without missing any football games. Finished with a 
just a little under 3,700 yards and 26 touchdowns. He finished as a top 12 quarterback only one time all year against your beloved Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and he only scored 18 points that game. It was, it's kind of gross. He didn't have a single game all year over 20 points. Terrible. He's going to be 40 next year. Going back to that, he only scored 20 points zero times all year. And he finished as a QB 11. That, that's a testament to how injured the quarterback spot was. The sole fact that he played every game this year is what got him into the top 12. That's ugly. Yep. That's ugly. I think there's going to be a drastic shakeup next year. Yep. Uh, Green Bay is looking to move on from Rodgers. That's the current rumor right now in the NFL. They're looking to trade him. He's got one more year for $50 million. There's no way he retires and just doesn't play and turns down 50 mil. Who, who would do that? So we, we talked about it a little bit on our last show. Where's your ideal landing spot for him next year, and is he worth drafting late? Man, Jets are the common team that I see, but he's gonna want to go. He's gonna want to go somewhere to win, right, Wayne? I mean, Jets are solid, man. Why can't he win in New York? I, it's not that he can't win in New York. It's just outside of Garrett Wilson, he does get Brees Hall, but it's a young team, and I feel like Wiley vets like him, they prefer to play with other veterans. I, you know. If he can link back up with Devontae Adams, I'm sure he would. Does he, though? I was talking to Gone about that. Is there bad blood there? I don't think so. Okay. I, You know, a team like Seattle is really interesting for Aaron Rodgers, I think. Do you pay, would you rather would you rather get Aaron Rodgers for a season at 50 mil, or would you rather give Geno Smith a three-year contract and pay him Kirk Cousins? Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Okay. I'll take Geno Smith. He's he's less cancerous to the locker room. I feel like he's a hero. I feel like Geno Smith is a hero in Seattle. And I feel like the people of Seattle would rather have Geno Smith over Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, the quarterback play that you got out of Geno Smith this year, he finished, I think, as like the QB6. Uh, what more can Aaron Rodgers do? you know, to take them any further is really my question to you guys. Like, I understand he's Aaron Rodgers, but with how Geno Smith just played this year, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career does much better. He just doesn't. I turn, could be wrong. He doesn't turn the ball over, right? He's just, he's traditionally very protective of the ball. That alone can win you a game or two, right? That's worth a, an extra win on your schedule. I'd agree with that. That's that's fair know. to say. I mean, it's it's really Jets, Colts, Raiders, right? Right right now. I mean, that's the three potential spots. So, all right, let, let's put it this way. If he lands in one of those spots, would you, in a redraft, obviously, go with a strategy? If you were, if you were doing this, take him as a late quarterback where you plan on starting him because he went in the 10th round this year. He's going to go 10th round or later next year after this season, I think regardless of where he lands. Would you take him to be your QB1 uh, for a redraft next year if he lands on any of those spots? No. I think if he lands uh, with the Raiders or Colts, I probably do. I can't. Do you do feel that. good about it, though? No. I feel gross about it. <laughs> I feel like that's one where you – don't pick a quarterback until that 10th round, and then you immediately go back-to-backs. That's that's usually my strat whenever I wait that long. This year it was actually uh, it was Tom Brady and Tua this year for, for one of the leagues I was in. So kind of worked out, kind of didn't, considering Tua missed some time, and I was stuck with Tom Brady. So yeah, each their own on that. Uh, number 12, Dak Prescott is who we had here. Uh, Wayne had him at eight. Beggs had him at 13. I had him at 12. He finished as the quarterback 18. Uh, his ADP coming into the season was the seventh round as the eighth quarterback off the board. He missed five games with a broken hand early in the season. Five games uh, 2,800 missed. yards. 
23 touchdowns, though, but a career-high 15 interceptions. Trash. Um, he finished in the top six twice when he came back, including a QB1 finish against the Eagles in Week 16, five games outside the top 12. Um, Beggs, you know, I'll, I'll kind of let you speak on this being the resident Cowboys fan, but I, I felt it was pretty evident the Cowboys needed a second wide receiver along CD. Uh, Gallup's not – doesn't seem like he's the guy. Um, Dak's under contract until 2026. Cowboys said they're committed to – extending him so flies how do you feel kellen moore is out he's gone to the chargers what give me give me the cowboys fandom breakdown here on Dak. Dak's trash bro he's terrible look Dak's. here's what Dak is man he's a refined trent dilfer if Dak has to throw the ball 30 times you're not going to win that game if Dak throws the ball 20 times you're probably going to win the game that's the way I see Dak. He's just a game manager. I mean, yeah, a second receiver helps, but with Dalton and, and Pollard and CeeDee Lamb and the way we prioritize the run game, I, I didn't think that was our main detriment. I don't know, man. Ah, he's trash. I'm not a fan. Wayne, thoughts? I feel like if he had played the whole season, I'd have been very close in my ranking. I mean, my man's missed five games. Finished as a what QB eighteen? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm okay with my ranking. Um, they'll they'll snag somebody else to play with them, and I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully pivot more towards a Tony Pollard focus because Zeke is boo boo, washed, um, washed. I think it's fine. I still think he's top twelve because um, he would have been this year if he was healthy. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think that had he finished, you know, if he played all the games, didn't break his hand, didn't miss the five games, I think he's in the top 12 for sure. Uh, Like I mentioned, you know, not long ago, there was a ton of injuries this year. So it kind of, I don't really feel too bad about missing on some of these where we had him ranked because all of them outside of, you know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, actually, we were even kind of we were close on Aaron Rodgers. So really, all the all these guys that that you know we missed on that we've gone over, they were hurt, man. They everyone was hurt this year, so it was kind of a crapshoot. You were kind of lucky if you had a quarterback that made it through the whole season. Yeah, it's just what it is. We had two dark horses. We're gonna get through honorable mentions coming into the season. They were just on the cusp of making our top twelve. Number thirteen. These are still counting for our uh, our rankings, by the way. Oh, of course so they keep are. Keep on here, here adding, we, brother man. Here keep we go. Adding. Here it number is. Number thirteen. Number thirteen was Derek Carr. Wayne had him at thirteen. Beggs uh, loved this man coming into the year. You thought he was the second coming of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, what have you, with Devonte Adams coming to town. I also had him ranked at the thirteen. What he finished as the QB seventeen. You had him at eight. Ooh. At eight. So plus five. Go ahead and add a plus five to you, sir. Uh, he he finished as the QB 17, his ADP 11th round as the QB 17 coming off the board. So he finished where his ADP was. Um, he got benched for the final two games, as we know. Uh, he left the team completely. He said goodbye to the organization on social media. That man's planning to be gone. He finished with 3,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, and a career-high tying 14 picks. His team went 6-11. and 11. He's not that dude. He puts up, like, okay numbers as far as yardage goes, but he's never been a touchdown guy. I don't know how many times coming into the season I, I exclaimed the fact that he had thrown over 30 touchdowns, like, once in his career. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that once. Yeah, I know. I know, man. And and the Bills wouldn't outscore the Raiders either. Uh, he finished outside the top 12 eight times. Eight times. That's terrible. QB 25, QB 27, QB 28, QB 29. Baker Mayfield put up better numbers than those. It's bad. It's just terrible. So There's, there's some the franchise out there that's about to sign him and the entire fan base is going to give a collective... 
Uh... Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Where do you, you think know? he goes, and what's his fantasy impact next uh, year? Probably the Buccaneers, because that's my luck. <laughs> oh, no. Brutal. No way. No way the Bucks do that. They're... No way. Dude, sometimes sometimes the Bucks front office just eats boogers, dude. No way. I, he has Colts written all over, man. Just hand the ball off, throw it, throw it twenty times a game, be done with it. He has the Colts written all over him. I could see more of the Bucks, and I, I'd really like to see Wayne lead that collective. Uh, uh, just moan essentially that uh of the prized quarterback he's getting see see mad mob bad guy yeah i'm a bad guy sometimes number 14 our last one we get to shore up our rankings here and crown a quarterback king for 2022 was kirk cousins uh wayne had him at 15 begs and i both had him at 14 he finished as the qb6 man balled out his ADP coming into the year. He was the steal of the draft from the quarterback position. Uh, it was the 14th round as the 21st quarterback coming off the board. Uh, he had a great season, led the Vikings to a 13 and four record. As you guys all know, um, another Testament to how hurt the league was. He only scored three points more than he did last year where he finished as the QB 11. So, QB eleven last year, he scores three more points than that, and he's the QB six this year. That's that's how much he rose in the end game rankings. Uh, threw for forty five hundred yards, twenty nine touchdowns, fourteen picks, four games inside the top six. He finished as high as QB three once. He had eight games outside the top twelve, four of which were QB twenty one or worse. So he he won you some weeks, he lost you some weeks. Um, He's got one more year on his deal. He's going into the final uh, year of his contract. It's unclear whether or not the Vikings plan on extending him. He's shown zero ability, gentlemen, to have postseason success. I'm pretty sure it's because the spotlight is on him. He's been known to be a primetime dud. Justin Jefferson coming back. Dalvin Cook aging another year. They kind of shifted away from the run game more to... Justin Jefferson being the focal point in the offense this year. With all that being said, what are your thoughts on Kirk Cousins going into next year? Wayne, I've got a question for you. Geno Smith or Kirk Cousins next year? Geno. Wow. Wow. Goni, are you in agreement? That's a rough one. That's a very rough one. Uh, I'm going to take Kirk. Asking that right now. I'll take it. You would take Captain Kirk? Uh, I'll take Kirk. I'll take it. Can we get a double doink on this one? I'll I'll take Gino as well. No, no double doink. Uh, All right. He he called it first. He called it first, so it's, it's his doink. Better fantasy season. Of course, we had the injury provisions this year where they have to be three games within each other. Or hey, it'll be null and void. I hope they don't sign him and he, Gino goes out to Carolina. Get out of here, Gino. Hey, I hope I hope the Vikings get all the primetime games. <laughs> I hope Gino I mean they went thirteen and four. Imagine yeah. he's got like four Monday nighters, uh four Sunday nighters, and three Thursday nighters. Yeah, Bro. it's, Man, it's well, auto the number one pick. Yeah, they'll have the number one pick next year if that if that's the case. I, I need Gino to get fat, happy, and just walk around in a bathrobe everywhere after he gets the money this off season. Man, that's a good doink, Wayne. I, we're gonna forget about it, and we're gonna come back with a fiery, hot passion mid season with this one. Yes, we are. I feel like I feel like it's not gonna be close. You're going to win by a landslide, or I'm going to win by a landslide? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true. It just it does feel like a down season for Kirk Cousins is due. He's getting a lot old. He's been surprisingly good. He's due. He's made his money. He's he's done his thing. Yeah. Um, Beggs, 
Where do we stand? What are the rankings? And who is this year's quarterback king for 2022 amongst the mad mob? In last place is Wayne. He was seven points off the leader. Second place is me. I was four points off the leader. Derek Carr killed me in more ways than one this year. I planted my flag, and my flag blew over, and Goni is the quarterback king. <laughs> That's why you wanted to play, Wayne. You were right. I told you. I you called right. it before you the episode it. even started when he said, we're going to play a game. Who did the best? You smelled it. Man. He's a bad guy. Well, I, I knew it from the jump. See, you know, here's the thing. Goni berates me all the time because I don't plant my flag. I have to see it to believe it. I, as clearly, I planted a flag on Derek Carr this season. So all everything he said is absolute malarkey. It's it's a horse a crock. I lost. See, I paid the price but, for planting flag. But Wayne and I just just speaking of our our when we do this show again next year, I'm already excited because Wayne and I have a leg up on you because there's no way. I know you. We've talked about it a hundred times, and we'll talk about it a hundred more. There's no way. You're putting Justin Fields in your top 12, right? I don't think I can. I don't see how I can. Three points, Wayne. Three points. Can I make a doink with you that he finishes inside the top 10? No. No more Fields doinks for me. You learned your lesson, but you haven't learned your lesson. It's so confusing, man. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's I want to see what happens in the offseason, and then we'll see. We'll I see. guess uh, I guess that's it. All right, He's there trying. you have it, Mad Mob. Um, this is our review on the 2022 quarterback consensus rankings. Uh, we're gonna hit you guys with a Q and A on Monday. We'll be back next week, also on Friday, we're going through our running back one through twelve, um, and then shortly after, thirteen through twenty-four, we'll we'll crown champions until we get there. Send in your questions. Hit us up on Reddit, Facebook. Instagram, wherever you see fits. Mad Mob Out.